boy movies Welcome to Big Boy Movies, a podcast about movies and the big boys who watch them. I'm one of your big boys, Matt Beebe. I'm another big boy, John George. And here we are once again. The Big Ten-O. The Big Ten-O, as John <laughs> likes to call it. Episode 10. Yep. Not episode 100, which is what 10 would be. <laughs> big Ten-O. Um, Me and Marty have been we've celebrating. Made it, we've made it to double, double digits. Cheers, uh, Marty. Yeah, we're holding our LaCroix. Marty's here. Cheers, clink, Marty. Glasses with... Uh, the level's good, Marty, by the way. Yeah, level's Marty, we're, we're not paying you for nothing. You should be watching the monitor. I see you looking yes. at Twitter. <laughs> Come on. You yeah. should probably post something on your anonymous Twitter, too. Like, <laughs> I know you pretend not to have one. He has but three of them. <laughs> yeah, that's what's also weird. And he follows the exact same people on all three. Yeah, I don't get it. Marty, um, we'll talk about this later. Yeah. Don't speak a word, Stop. Marty. You're going to ruin the audio. Stop. We didn't give you a mic for a reason. Yeah. Man. We're, you're just here to No one gives a shit levels. about check your opinions about movies, Marty. Check that's why levels. we're talking. <laughs> check the <laughs> levels. All right. All right, Big 10 <laughs> Yeah, Big 10 uh, made it to double digits. Oh, yeah. Um, finally, 10 weeks. And uh, for the Big 10 we're celebrating with the classic duel. Ford oh, v. Yes. Ferrari. The, <laughs> they, they say uh, in, in the breakdown of every great story, they call it the hero's journey. Uh, eventually, you get to that midpoint in the hero's journey, which is Ford v. Ferrari. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, you, yeah, know, yeah. you have the... Uh, the introduction to the world, you have the lowest point, you have the call to adventure, you have Ford v. Ferrari. <laughs> yes. um, That's my favorite part of it. Yeah, no, I loved all. learning about that one mm-hmm. in uh, screenwriting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, loved in, in Star Wars when we, we got to the Ford v. Ferrari part. Oh my God, that yeah. was a great battle. That was a great battle. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, before that, I guess we got to do other things. I do. We usually talk about um, uh, movies that we've, we've watched uh, over the past yeah. week. Not just Ford v Ferrari. Not because we did watch this. That could that could change though. Maybe we oh. just break down Ford v Ferrari every the week. Enti- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Specifically, I thought you were gonna say like the movies we watch, just one movie. But no, no you want it. No, be I want. I would next okay. week instead of doing the movies we watched this last week, we will just talk oh, about Ford v Ferrari. Wow. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty upset. Yeah. About that. Yeah. Well, it's too bad. <laughs> you know, let's skip the Knives Out conversation too, even though we're seeing it early. Yeah, we are seeing Knives Out early, as I think. I don't think that's very exclusive because that list I checked, there are a lot of cities oh, that, that can see <laughs> any Knives regal. Out it's yeah, it's like most cities in the US can see Knives Out a week early. It is essentially it's like regular release date. And for whatever reason, they're calling it an early release. Uh, well, I'll tell you, here in LA, we get a lot of early yeah, releases. No, we're so we're more special, though, because we're in the city of angels. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's my bad. God has chosen this city. New York and LA get get the early screen, screenings, mm-hmm. but we're the city of angels. City of angels and, and the Big Apple, of course. Yeah. They're to, not the city of anything. They're just the yeah. Big Apple. Yeah. No. Wait, I've actually... That? Here's the thing. I'm from New York. Whoa. I have. Don't admit that. That's embarrassing. I know it's embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, you're from Detroit, so like, don't talk too much. Um, I have no idea why it's called the Big Apple. I was going to ask you I why realize it's called now, the Big yeah, Apple. <laughs> there's, I have no clue. I have never, huh. here, I've never heard anyone call it the Big Apple like unironically. Well, maybe it's because when you take a first bite of that apple and you get that juicy, nice, ap- sugary but What does bite. that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean related to New York? Because when you first take that first step in New York, yeah, you get that like, big, juicy. Wow, look at all the, all the buildings are so tall and <laughs> everyone doesn't look at each other in the eye. I don't know. Maybe Central Park. Do they have apple trees in Definitely Central Park? Definitely not. 
I'm oh. going to say no. Okay, so that's a no. I haven't been to every part of Central Park, but I'm almost certain there are no apples in it. Why is it called Big Apple? Yeah, let's let's Google this real quick. All right, we're figuring it out. The nickname the Big Apple originated in the 1920s in reference to the prizes or Big Apples rewarded at the many racing courses in and around New York City. Racing courses? But wasn't officially adopted as the city's nickname till 50 years later. What? 1971. <laughs> As the result of a successful ad campaign intended to attract tourists. Wow. 1971, too, when like things were totally going to shit in New York City. Wow. And they're like, come to the Big Apple. Here's another thing. If you asked, like, hey, what's New York known for? No one would say racing tracks. <laughs> what are they racing? Were I guess horses? Came? Dogs? That's, I don't know. The, the, the winning horses got really big apples, though. I, so. Yeah, like, you'd think, like... Call it like the big cheese because pe- no, I guess that's Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like you got pizza. Pizza is yeah. like a big New York. The thing. big za. Yeah, the big slice. The big pie. I don't know. The big pizza pie. Yeah, the no, big pizza pie in the sky. That, <laughs> that really led us to a place I did not expect. <laughs> it really raised more questions than answers. I yeah, think honestly, and it has a lot to do with movies, which is what this podcast is about. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, Be- because as our as last week's episode pointed out, this podcast is occasionally yes, about movies. exactly. And Dolomite is my name. Yeah, and and talking about movies yep. is my game. There you go. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Okay. When did you? So, how many movies did you see this last week? Um. Well, uh, I've up. I've been watching that Disney Plus, of course. <clears throat> Uh, that Disney Plus. Marty got us this. Yeah, Marty got us the subscriptions, which was really nice of him. Yeah. Uh, he called up Bobby Iger uh, on the phone for us yeah. and got us that connection. Yeah. You it know. was a very long. He also just. It was at first they like got that business out of the way, and then mm-hmm. they talked about Marvel for a very. Yeah, long no, time. they were going at it. It was very it was, insane. I heard things I didn't think I would ever hear coming out of Martin's mouth. And I just like, I kept going like, Marty, you got the password. Yeah, no, Marty, we're going to, that's another conversation <laughs> we should have if we're being honest. Um, <laughs> but moving past that, I did see uh, a film, an older film by one of my favorite directors, uh, Robert Zemeckis. Mm. I did not realize that who framed Roger Rabbit was on, it was going to be on Disney plus. And it is. Uh, yeah, a little peek behind the curtain. Uh, I worked on the three-hour video that shows everything. BB's famous. Uh, yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> um, but I worked on the modern half of it, and then another guy edited the the beginning half. The and boomer I'm, half. Yeah, the boomer boomers. half, of course. Yeah. And um, he, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, I think, was in there. Because there are a few things on uh, on Disney Plus that were not on the list we were given when we were making that video. Mm, surprise um, releases. Yeah, some, some bonuses. But uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, uh, I forgot, was going to be on there. Uh, and I was like, oh, man, I, I've only seen like parts of this movie. I've never watched it all the way through. And I love Robert Zemeckis. Uh, I know the story is like, he if... Like, in order to get Back to the Future 2 made, he requested to be able to make another movie in between. Mm. And so, Who Framed Roger Rabbit was the movie you wanted to make. And it is a delightful uh, film. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think what's most impressive about it is it's like a technological achievement. I, like, am astonished how well the animated characters mix in with the real world, like... All, it's like they were just showing off the whole time. Like, you know, Roger, like, is messing around with the sink and the water's splashing around. Like, they're shaking hands. They're doing all this 
elaborate stuff. Like there's a part where Robert's like dancing on a table or juggling things that are in real life and it's all like seamless. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. I couldn't believe how well they were able to integrate the like, you know, hand-drawn animated stuff yeah. into this real set. Um and so that's what I enjoyed the most about it. You know, the movie overall the plot's very straightforward. Um I got a little bit bored in some points, but it was still just really entertaining to watch the whole thing happen. Uh, but what I loved most about it, and this is a spoiler, unfortunately, spoiler for, for a movie from 1988. Yeah, 1988. Uh, this uh, movie apparently is just like about how L.A. became terrible. Because <laughs> I, I could see that. I took, could see that. It took me a minute they make like little nods at it. Like in the beginning, he gets on the the red car, the little trolley that goes through L.A. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, why would I ever get a car? L.A. has the best public transportation <laughs> in the world. And you're like, oh, <laughs> that's okay. not true. That's funny. And then, uh, you know, there's a part where the detective is like, eh, how about those Brooklyn Dodgers? Eh? They sure suck. Oh, and you're God. like, OK. Yeah. Um, but then the end of the movie just smacks you in the face with it because uh, Christopher Lloyd's character, he's the bad guy. And it's revealed that he is like a cartoon wearing like human skin. Mm-hmm. And his whole plot is he wants to destroy Toontown to build a freeway. And then in oh, the process of building the freeway, uh, he, he's going to build like strip malls and attract and like basically a million exits. And gotcha. everyone will have to drive everywhere. And that's his evil plot. And what I love about Who Framed Roger Rabbit is it's like it's like the Quentin Tarantino alternate universe where they stop that from happening. Yeah. Like, Inglorious Bastards, they kill Hitler and end World War II. In Who Framed Roger Rabbit, they kill Christopher Lloyd and save L.A. from becoming a, like, highway hellscape oh, God. nightmare. Um, and, wow. and keep public transportation alive and also Toontown alive. Wow. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I saw this movie before I moved to L.A., mm-hmm. so I didn't, like, pick up on any of yeah, that. I would, if I, would, I rewatched it. I, <laughs> I would recommend watching it again because there's a ton of stuff in there where it's, like, so specifically, like, nods to how L.A., like, used to not be this terrible. Wow. I honestly watched this movie for the first time, like, right before I moved to L.A., yeah. too. So. Um, yeah, so it's, it's like, ultimately about gentrification, which is That's pretty crazy. wild. Um, Robert crazy. Zemeckis, he knew what he was talking about. Uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad I watched it all the way through. Um, technically, it's incredible, like super impressive for 1988. Yeah. What they were able to put together. I agree. Yeah. I want to rewatch it for both those aspects because I wasn't, I, I wasn't watched. The first time I was watching it, I was mainly watching it for the story because I, because people had told me like, oh, it's so cute and funny. Yeah. And it so, is. And, but yeah. There's a, there's more under the surface there. Yeah, that's cra- God. The L.A. thing's crazy. Mm-hmm. Robert Robert's just like pissed. Yeah, he's just like, what <laughs> the like, fuck I, happened? I like <laughs> I like the old L.A. What's yeah, happening? <laughs> honestly, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's cool. I'll, I'll toss it over to you for uh, you can talk about a movie. Okay. Um, I watched not as many movies this week as I usually do. Uh-huh. First one, um, first one was American History X. Oh, X X. Go and give it to you. Um, you can't see John did an X motion with his arms. Yeah, I, like degeneration X. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh, damn. Um, yeah. This movie is 
You know about this movie? <laughs> I'm familiar with it. I haven't seen it. It's Ed Norton, right? Yeah. He's got a SWAT sticker on his... Uh... Yeah, Ed Norton's a, he's a neo-Nazi. Ah, damn. Yeah, he's a skinhead, as as they call him. Yikes. Well, I'm glad those are only fictional. <laughs> <laughs> Suck if those were in real life. They were made up in this yeah. in this film, American <laughs> yeah. History X, directed by Tony Kai. Kai. Um, yeah, this movie was was good. I gave it four stars. I enjoyed it. The performances were good. It was, it was like uh, what was that movie? It was like Jojo Rabbit. Oh, it was like uh, Don't Be Racist. But yeah, but with <laughs> the new movie. Nazis instead of yeah, the old yeah. ones. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, ex- and it wasn't as funny. It was a very serious movie. Oh, well, that sucks. Um, my only, the only thing I didn't like about this movie was Edward Norton's little brother because. Um, he was a 17 year old boy who didn't have a personality. <laughs> it oh, was just there. Okay. He was basically just there to follow whatever his brother did. Oh, so right. I didn't, he didn't, he didn't act like a real human being in my opinion. Mm. He just immediately molded to whatever his brother opinion, brother's opinion was no matter what it was. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, you're the oldest of, of all your brothers, right? That doesn't happen. It's, no. Well, it <laughs> happened when my brothers were like. 10 or okay. like younger but not yeah. when they were a 17 year old okay. high school person yeah who had their own they they were their own person they, by if then. you're saying if you became a neo-nazi your younger brothers would not also become neo-nazis. not at this point in my not at this point in their lives okay. no okay <laughs> um, but you're saying earlier there might have been a chance yeah maybe yeah. If, if they were really impressed by what i was doing mm-hmm. uh, my other comment is i finished boy meets world with my girlfriend a day before i watched this mm-hmm and this movie features two cast members from Boy Meets World. Mr. Feeney's in there? Not Mr. Feeney. <laughs> uh, Mr. Matthews, Corey's dad. Uh, and then the bully, Frankie Stacchino. Uh, the bully. I hate that Frankie Stacchino. Who's, who's actually implied to be gay in during the Boy Meets World run. Mm-hmm. Uh, a gay poet bully. Uh, and they both play neo-Nazis. <laughs> Well, Mr. Matthews does not play a neo-Nazi. He just okay. plays Edward Norton's dad. Oh, okay. He says the N-word multiple times. Oh, that's And fun. I was like, I just went from this show where he's like the best dad ever yeah. <laughs> to the show where he's just dropping the N-word. That's and, like a, a Breaking Bad. Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, yeah, that guy That guy was the old... Uh, what's his name? Why can't I remember? Walter White? Walter White. Uh, the old... Uh, what's what's the Brian actor? Cranston. Brian Cranston. He's the old Brian Cranston. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, four star good movie. Yeah. Oh, I gave Roger Rabbit three and a half stars. Yes. Um, and then I watched. I feel like I called him Robert a few times. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's yeah, because you mixed framed, up Robert's. Yeah, stuff. The director. It's the, I, someone's probably already <laughs> mad Rabbit. at this point. It is Roger Rabbit, not Robert Rabbit. Robert Rabbit. Yeah. Too <laughs> that, many. That's Roberts. a different movie. Yeah. Too many Roberts. That's the Chinese right ripoff of it. Who mm. <laughs> <laughs> framed Robert Rabbit? I love that one. <laughs> it was crazy. They just had like pieces of paper as like the cartoons. <laughs> yeah. that they moved around with their hands. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, and then I watched the. I went back. I mean, American History X from the 1990s. And you must be wondering, John. I thought you were watching 2010 movies. Yeah, John. I thought you were watching 2010 and, movies. Yeah, my girlfriend took me took me away from that for a second. Wow. Uh, but I went back to 2011 with my next movie, The Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah. Directed by Drew Goddard. Oh, yeah. Um, who also directed a movie from last year called Bad Times at the El Royale. Yeah. He also uh, was the showrunner for the first season of Daredevil. Oh. The best Marvel Netflix that. show. Did not know that. Yeah. 
He um, actually was uh, he was set to direct The Martian, and then some. Uh, I think Netflix offered him to do Daredevil, and he was such a huge Daredevil fan that he was like, "Sorry, someone else do wow, The Martian," and he wow. left to do Daredevil because he like loved Daredevil so much. Dang. Yeah. Um, this was also he wrote the he wrote Cabin in the Woods with Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. Good old Joss. Well. Not not as good anymore, but <laughs> there was a there was a real high point for Joss yeah. around that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I was very hyped going into this movie just from what I heard from mm-hmm. people I know. Really like this movie, and I also I really like this movie. Yeah, I also got it spoiled, spoiled mm-hmm. um, in college. Here's my thing about spoilers with this movie is like it. It kind of spoils itself. That's what I was realizing during it. Honestly, I was like, because the first oh, scene yeah. sets itself up as like, this isn't like the usual horror movie. There's something else going on, and this is it. Yeah, yeah. So, exactly. Um, yeah, I like the concept of it a lot. And I always will, like, when this was presented in the class, I got it, college course, I got it spoiled in. Mm-hmm. Someone was presenting about it, basically. Yeah. Um, and when he told me what, when he like was explaining the plot, I was like, oh my God, I think I would really like this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like the concept of it and, and it's not your normal horror movie type thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wasn't that big of a fan of the execution in some places, honestly. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember where it's been a while since I've seen this movie. <laughs> yeah. It's Four days uh, at this point. I really but, like it. I mean, it's also been, a, it's been longer since I've yeah, seen it. It's only been four um, days, but I, I can't remember it too well for some reason. Yeah. I've been through a lot since then. <laughs> I had to move. Yeah. I did think it was weird when Sigourney Weaver showed up. Spoilers. Um, oh yeah. Not like major just, spoilers, but she, she does. Sigourney show Weaver's up. in the movie. That's mm-hmm. a spoiler. <laughs> yeah. She, she, you didn't, you didn't think Sigourney Weaver was going to be here, but here she is. <laughs> what? Uh, I thought that was was weird, and obviously the ending is not your typical horror movie ending at all. Oh, this is what... Oh, I wanted it to be longer. That's yeah? what I thought. Oh, really? I thought it was too short. I was like, oh, it's already ending. And I was like, I don't like that. Yeah, I want it to be a little I, longer. I thought the ending made sense. It was, it was definitely not at all what I expected, but, you know, it, it worked. It was like, oh, shit. That's it. <laughs> Maybe it's because I already knew the ending that I wanted to be okay, longer. Maybe yeah. I just wanted a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, it'll never get a sequel. Thank God. Yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't need it. No. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, an article just came out about that, didn't it? Like, or maybe I read something. Oh, maybe. Maybe the reason I, maybe I was looking up Cabin in the Woods and I saw that Drew Goddard said like, uh, not much to work with after what yeah, we did. <laughs> I mean, obviously. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, uh, Yeah. Pretty good flick. Not your typical horror movie for sure. No, I would say it's like scarcely even a horror movie. Like if you're not into horror, I'd say it's a good thing. Like you could probably watch it and not like it's making fun of horror movies more or less. Oh, yeah. But doing it in a like a unique way, like not in a scream way or a scary movie way, like a like conceptual way. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good Uh, way to describe it. But yeah, no, uh, I do enjoy Cabin in the Woods. Um, And uh, oh, God, that is so loud. That is who's, who's there? Who's, who's there? It's me. Uh, who's who's me? It's me. I'm video game Victor. Oh my, oh my God! It's video game Victor. How was video game? Victor. Now, John, I I made a little call earlier. Don't be mad. Don't I'm be mad. Kind John. of upset. He John, just guy's really he, weird. He looking. just did just smash through your door. I know is the thing. Uh, and there's a big man shaped hole in your door. Now. Yeah, I'm pretty um, upset. But uh, here's the thing. 
Over the last <laughs> week, uh, Victor and I have been playing the video game Death Stranding, okay. and I desperately need to talk about it, <laughs> okay. and so I'm going to do it here, Okay. and you can't stop me. I won't. As you can see, video game Victor is uh, a thousand pounds of risp- rippling muscle. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. He will break your spine. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, Victor, why don't you... Marty, it's okay. He's, why don't you take a seat over there? He's fine. And... Uh, I'm going to talk about death. Yeah, sit next to Marty. Um, don't touch him, though. He's very fragile. Yeah, he is. Um, I don't think Marty knows what video games are. No, I, I think if he saw one, he would probably die instantly. <laughs> it would it would be like the end of the last crusade. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, Death Stranding. Uh, I feel like I'm allowed to talk about this on this podcast because it is, it's half movie, half video game. Here's the thing is, no, it's not really. But Kojima does really like. Uh, movies and so there are a lot of there's a lot of cinematic inspiration in it mm-hmm. uh, I would say Kojima's most cinematic game is Metal Gear Solid 4 by a mile that okay. game has world records for longest cutscenes nice. and everything like that um, but Death Stranding I want to talk about because when does he make a movie when when does he come out they of said show? Kojima Productions might be working on a movie next okay um, which would be awful if I'm going to be honest <laughs> I, like I think Kojima is a genius I think his games are fantastic. But, his, but you think if he just made I a story-based thing. If it was just story, everyone would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, what they already I say that at? about the but games. That, that's the thing. It's like it, Death Stranding's story, I think, is actually good, and things were far more cohesive than I think people would realize from the trailers. And mm. obviously, I think the trailers were confusing on purpose. Um, but like, if Metal Gear is any indication... Uh, <laughs> well, Metal Gear is just all over the place. <laughs> the thing is, like, you, I would say Metal Gear Solid One has a solid premise. I mean, didn't he? Because I feel like he made it, it was one of them that he thought it was going to be the last one, and then like they wanted more, and he was like, "Well, I got a retcon." So, stuff. from what I understand, Metal Gear Solid One was like his big hit because uh, he made Metal Gear just Metal Gear, not yeah. Solid, uh, and then Metal Gear Two. And then Metal Gear Solid was made essentially as like, oh man, the tech, the power of the PlayStation One, like we can really go crazy with this. And so he made what was essentially like the first like real stealth game, and also what was the first like really truly cinematic uh, story driven game. Maybe not the first, but the one that made people go like, what? This is possible <laughs> in a video game? What? Um, and so Metal Gear Solid One more or less has a pretty straightforward story. Uh, terrorists have taken over a secret base and they're going to blow up a nuke unless Snake can get in it in there and stop them. Classic. Metal Gear Solid 2 is where things start to get off the rails, but Metal Gear Solid 2, I think, was the one that was supposed to be the last one. Uh. And it was one of those things. This happens a lot with Japanese games where the studio or the publisher says like, well, we're going to make a sequel. Like, so if you want to come back and do the sequel, you can. Otherwise, someone else is going to do it. Uh, and so classic. Kojima's like, well, no one else should do it. Yeah. And so he made Metal Gear Solid 3, which is like arguably the best game he's ever made and one of the best games of all time. Uh, but then he was like, well, then I got to do Metal Gear Solid 4. <laughs> uh, and Metal Gear Solid 4 was definitely absolutely supposed to be the last Metal Gear Solid. It yeah. ties up all the loose ends. It retcons a whole bunch of bullshit. <laughs> um, it's really confusing and makes no sense. Of course. They say nano machines 400,000 times. Nano machines. Uh, and then they make Metal Gear Solid 5, which was impressive in the sense that it didn't have that much story. Yeah. I think the story in Metal Gear Solid 5 was fine, other than the fact that it just didn't have a real ending because the 
uh, development got cut short. Yeah. But I'm here to talk about Death Stranding. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> Death Stranding, I have been enjoying so much. Uh, it is literally a game about delivering packages across America, and it is just so much fun. You, you know, Video Game Victor, you got anything? This game rocks my <laughs> socks off, brother. <laughs> I can't wait to load up my backpack and oh my. rock the baby back <laughs> and forth. <laughs> yeah, no, Victor is actually every time I have to rock the baby back and forth, which is the thing you do in yeah, this game. Yeah. Uh, I hand the controller to Victor. He's, he's really gentle with wow, it. Wow, that's so. awesome. Is you it like, know it, brother. Is it like Nintendo Switch style? No, you. <laughs> it's funny. So essentially, you have a little baby in a jar, yeah, yeah. Uh, and this baby in the jar has the ability. It's a fetus in a jar yeah. really uh, it has the ability to detect the ghosts uh they're called bts the baby is also named bb <laughs> yeah short for bridge baby bridge baby so you have really great moments where mads mickelson looks right in the camera <laughs> because you're seeing it from the baby's perspective yeah. and he's like bb bb I, it's me it's daddy i'm here and i'm like oh oh no that's my name <laughs> they made it for you yeah. kojima made it for you dude kojima knew i was his biggest fan yeah uh, and so my name is said many many times yeah. in this game well uh, i haven't finished the story yet so obviously i can't speak entirely the story but it's not as restrained as Metal Gear Solid 5 where like the cutscenes were really minimal and a lot of the cutscenes were optional in certain points or not even optional but just sort of like random. There were like there was like a cutscene in Metal Gear Solid 5 if you just didn't take a shower for long enough, they would make you shower in a cutscene or uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you if you didn't shower for long enough, Ocelot would greet you after you get off the helicopter and you go, "Boss, you stick <laughs> and he'd throw a bucket of water on you. I love um, that game. It's so good. Um, but yeah, there's definitely more cutscenes and more story. And it, by virtue of being the first game, it doesn't have as much material to make confusing. Yeah, exactly. So all of the characters essentially have their little subplots. It's like Metal Gear Solid 5, where it's broken up into episodes. So each character is featured in each episode. Mm. Uh, and so each of them has an arc and they sort of learn something through the arc. And Norman Reedus, who plays Sam Porter Bridges, um, is just sort of this silent, stoic guy. Of and course. everyone loves him. I mean, yeah. Norman Reedus always plays the silent, stoic guy. That's the thing that's so great is everyone's just like, Sam, you're just so fucking cool like you're so good at your job and like oh, i just like i feel like i learned about myself and like about the world because of you and like all you've done is deliver them like a pizza <laughs> um, you do so deliver pizzas in the game so goddamn cool there I is think, uh, I'd, I'd find that hilarious if kojima was doing that to make fun of norman Reedus's popularity <laughs> or something yeah no i think kojima loves norman Reedus. Yeah, he was gonna make a game with him before and yeah. then he got canceled so God, i would have loved that game because yeah yeah, Silent PT, Hills, PT I'm sure it would have been so great. Good. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure elements of PT are in this game. Like, okay. there are definitely horror elements to Death Stranding. And it's like, especially early on in the game when you're dealing with the BTs, like the, the spooky ghosts. BTPT. Yeah, BT, I think, stands for beached things. <laughs> beached things? It's complicated. So, essentially, the the version of the afterlife in, in this game is you have what's called a beach. Oh. And it's unclear, if, like, you can kind of share your beach, but you also have your own beach. This is actually one of the more confusing points of the game. But the idea is that, like, the beach is either purgatory or the afterlife, and there are people who are living who have the ability to go to the beach. Some people don't. Some people can die and come back. That's, mm -hmm. like, one of uh, Sam Bridges' powers. 
is he's a special case where if he dies, he can actually come back. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, there's one character named Hartman who's really interesting. He dies every 21 minutes. Butch Hartman? Yes, Butch Hartman. <laughs> the Fairly Odd Parents <laughs> animator. Of course. Uh, he dies every 21 minutes, and then he explores his beach for three minutes and then comes back for another 21, and that's, like, his whole life. Why? And he just wa- he wants to research the beach. Yeah. And so he, like, voluntarily does this, and he has, like, a... Like a what are they called? The thing that shocks your heart back after it stops. He's uh, just got one of those like attached to or something. Him. Yeah. A defibrillator yeah. an AED, I think is what yeah. it's called. Um, so yeah, it's uh Jeez, well, the police, maybe I don't want any more spoilers. No this more spoilers. Amazing. I don't want to spoil it for you either. It's like you, you have to like really enjoy sort of some kind of micromanagey gameplay. A lot of it is like, okay, so I know I'm in this city and I have to get to this outpost and I know, Getting to that outpost means I'll have to walk through BT territory or maybe if I go around, but then I'd pass through like terrorist territory. Mm. So and then like this one is timed. So should I get a motorcycle for this one or do I want to walk so I can walk over the mountain? Okay. Like how much stuff should I carry on my back? Should I get a little cart? Okay. Well, this, is, this was my favorite part of Metal, Metal Gear Solid Five. It's, was planning yes, what I was going to do. It's very much like that in the sense that like you know what your mission is and it's entirely up to you to how to get there okay it's like breath of the wild in that sense too that is okay i'm excited you have a designated point you want to get to and you can get there any way you want and it's up to you like what tools you use to get there Um, okay that's awesome it's so satisfying i every time you make a delivery and honestly part of it is like every time you make a delivery especially if you do a really good job people will be like how did you even like that's so many packages. Like, <laughs> how did you get all that here? Like, and you were so fast. Like, you're incredible. Just so impressed. Yeah. Honestly, everyone in the game just loves you. Unless I guess you do a bad job. I'm actually playing on hard and it's honestly not that hard. Okay. Um, so maybe I'll play on hard. Yeah. There are a few combat sections that get a little more difficult and there's no trophies, uh, tied to the hardest difficulty. There's one, but it's like, you could play the whole story on easy and then turn hard on and still get that trophy. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's it's the perfect balance of Kojima storytelling where the majority of the game is playing the game. Maybe not so much in the early game, but most of the game is playing the game and then you get these cutscenes that expand on the world a little bit, uh, let you learn more about the characters and all the characters has interesting stuff going on. Um, you know, there's some stuff that is beyond weird where you're like, I don't even know how anyone could have conceived of that. But yeah, the essentially the whole game's just about connection and life and death and cool. It's great. And I just I had to bring video game Victor in here to to talk about it. Um so Yeah, well, I think yeah. if you're a movie fan out there, this is uh yeah, Kojima, Ko- Kojima, Kojima loves movies. movies. So um and I know a bunch of like the article I sent you is IndieWire reviewed this game. They're a movie review website yeah. and they got a review copy for, for this game. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, a game for, for fans of movies, but a, a game for people who just want something new. There's nothing quite like death stranding. Yeah. You know what? Let me, let me have Victor tell you <laughs> Death stranding is a work of art. Oh. There is no game quite like it on the market right now, is it big brother. Boy? Is it big boy? This is approved? the biggest boy. Do you see my huge body? <laughs> I am the biggest boy and I approve nice. of Death Stranding. <laughs> wow. 
All right, Victor. Well, I'm, I thank you for showing up and, and sharing this moment with me. Uh, no problem, brother. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, see you, Victor. See, ya. see you, Victor. You can just thank go you. through the hole that you made in the in the door. Yeah. Can uh, you? You're gonna have to pay for the. We'll room. get Marty to fix uh, it. Uh, Marty, <laughs> Marty, you are. He's, rich. he's good with so a hammer. Do that. Thanks, yeah. thanks, thanks, Marty. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, no critics, huh? No, cr- I thought. I thought. Man, yeah, <laughs> I forgot. I thought first. I thought there was. Yeah, gonna you be really a crit- thought that was going to be a critics' I thought corner. Was going to huh? be a review of no, it. No, <laughs> video game no. Victor. That's a new segment no. I've created. Nice. <laughs> it won't be super common. Don't worry. Uh, I just needed to get those those thoughts out. I have no. I don't have a video game podcast <laughs> to do it on. Well, I think it's fitting. Yeah. Um, and I am going to be getting it. I'm asking for, for it for Christmas. Yeah. So, so hopefully, old Santa Claus. Uh, it puts on his porter pants yeah, and yeah. Uh, delivers it to you. And then uh, maybe we could talk about uh, yeah. talk about it on this podcast once yeah. we both play it. Get some, maybe get some, talk about the story a bit, so, see if we like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we came here, everyone came here for the main event. Mm-hmm. Ford v. Ferrari. Ford versus Ferrari. And we saw this right after Paul versus KSI, Logan Paul. Yes, this is, uh, that was uh, in the Logan Paul movie. Yes. That will be the part where we have our Ford v. Ferrari. Yes, exactly. Um, Let's just say they took the American dream for a ride. Oh, man. (laughs) That's the the little catchphrase. Did they ever take the American dream for a ride? Oh, yeah. I gotta tell you, John. Uh, they called it Ford v Ferrari, but I think the more appropriate title would be Ford v Bureaucracy. Yes. Uh, uh, honestly, they did not v Ferrari very much, <laughs> if at all, in this movie. Even the, uh, well, I mean, that'll get into spoilers, maybe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the uh, initial <laughs> my first initial thoughts are yeah, the title doesn't fit that yeah. much. It's not. It's not really like I guess the. In, the inciting incident almost is about Ferrari, but like, but the rest of the yeah. movie is not. not. It is <laughs> strictly Ford v bureaucracy. Yes, it is. Um, but if you didn't know what Ford v Ferrari is, it's a new movie directed by James Mangold. Yes, uh, director of The Wolverine and Logan and Girl, comma interrupted, mm. as well as Walk the Line. Um. James Mangold directing this movie starring Matt Damon and Christian Bale, where neither of them play Ford or Ferrari. Yeah, not, neither of them are Ford Yeah, or Ferrari. Pretty cool, though. Ford and Ferrari are in this movie. Oh, yes. Well, Ford 2, but the <laughs> Ford, sequel to Ford. The sequel to Ford. Yeah. Oh. Um, and we were talking about before this movie how uh, I, I, I didn't know who I was going to root for because mm-hmm. I grew up in Detroit yep. and I have Italian heritage. Yeah. So I'm a fan of both Ford yeah, and how, Ferrari. How do you choose? Um, because I, what do I go with? Do I go with my deep roots or do I go with my home city, mm. my home boys? Oh, yeah. But um, then again, my home city is also the home of many other car manufacturers, yes. not just Ford. So uh, I didn't have that big of a tie to Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, it also had the kid from, uh, from, the, from the movie with Jim from The Office directed. Quiet place. Quiet place. He was in this. Yes, but he was not quiet. No, I was. I was surprised to hear him talking. Yeah. I was like, "What are you doing? <laughs> hey, the monsters are going to come. Stop that!" <laughs> do, do you think he didn't talk in that movie because he had a British accent? Oh yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, could you imagine if at the end of of a quiet place he started talking in a British accent? They're like, "Wait a minute, wait, uh, that's not our son. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this British you kid? Look just like our son? Yeah. If you hadn't spoken, I wouldn't have noticed." <laughs> <laughs> 
That would amazing. Uh, yeah, Ford v. Fer- I, let's give our non-spoilerly was there spoiler review for yeah, the people non, who haven't seen it. Non-spoiler thoughts. Uh, I thought it was good. I thought it was fun and fast, like a car. And furious. And no, no not so furious. <laughs> not- I think some people were furious oh, yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Um, but spiritually, not so furious. No. no. Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought there were some kind of like heavy exposition scenes where it was like they clearly just needed to stop for a second to like explain something to us Mm -hmm. and it felt very obvious it was information that most of it i think had to be there not all of it but it was uh, points in the movie where i was like oh now this is this is where they tell us how this thing works or how this thing works um and i also felt like it was a little bit long Mm -hmm. uh overall but I think generally, like, I think Christian Bale is great. I love him in this movie. I think Matt Damon is Matt Damon. Like, he's always solid. And, uh, yeah, I think the car, like, it's all the car stuff is super exciting, which is good because some car movies, for whatever reason, like, can't figure out how to make racing look exciting. Like cars? Yeah. Like, come on, Pixar. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I think this movie also benefits from not uh, necessarily being a NASCAR movie. Yeah. NASCAR is in it, but they even make a joke in it about like, like NASCAR. That's for losers. Yeah, like oh, this race that's not just turning left for two hours, yeah, like, yeah. Or four hours or whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, stupid NASCAR. Yeah, so that uh, that that overall, I thought it was good. I think it's it's worth the watch. It's definitely a movie uh, your dad's gonna watch on TV one day. Oh yeah, you'll like, just mm. just sit down with your dad, yeah. watch it when that oh, happens. That was interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be the one that my dad's like, you know, well, yeah. back home since we're from Detroit, mm-hmm. every single person in my oh, family because they know I love movies. I guarantee either Thanksgiving when I come home or Christmas, they're gonna be like, hey, you see that new Ford V Ferrari thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not going to ask me about Parasite or any of these other movies no, that I would no. love to rave about. They want to know about Ford v. Ferrari. Yeah, and my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, so just show them the podcast. Just turn it on. <laughs> we did, yeah. We, here, <laughs> I'm sure listen they, to this I'm, whole thing. I guarantee you your parents will get past Video Game Victor. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way they don't immediately turn it off as soon as <laughs> that starts. They're like, what is this? I don't even know. A death, what's a death Kojima? Strand? Who's yeah. Marty? <laughs> Marty. No, no offense, Marty. Yeah. They like you. No, they actually really do like you. Yeah. Huge fan of Goodfellas, my yeah. dad is. Not not so great at audio mixing, but you'll get there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I also thought I also thought this movie was good. I thought there were some flaws. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree with you on the length. Um, and I think the end was a bit fumbled, but we'll get into yeah, that. Yeah, no, I... We'll get into that spoiler town. Why was... Yes, I think it was fumbled. The, the ending was definitely like... <laughs> A lot. Yeah, there was... Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's really hard to explain, but yeah, yeah, the the ending, I honestly forgot, like, oh yeah, I the ending just sort of hits you, doesn't it? Yeah, Um. so the, I, I'm not a big fan of the ending. Something, they did explain some things well. Some things I, like, found myself questioning and curious about, but I wasn't, like, upset that I didn't know about it. Like, they didn't, um, they didn't like, explain some logistics of it. I'm like, oh, who... Because at some point it's a twenty four hour race, yeah. Um, and at some points Christian Bale's just chilling, and I'm like, oh, who's driving now? I don't get yeah. how this works. Is yeah. it a tag team thing? That I was one understand. of the things. I guess they didn't really explain, but yeah. they explained like how the track was shaped. Yeah, they took a <laughs> long time to detail. be like, this is. I turn here, and then you go straight here, and then you turn here, <laughs> and it was just like. 
but they didn't explain like, oh, there are multiple racers. Yeah. Like it's not one guy doing 24 hours, which yeah. makes sense. Yeah, um, it definitely makes sense. It, it's just weird that they would spend so much time on the shape of the track and not like more the mechanics of getting the race going. Yeah, because that's kind of a, like you hear like there's a 24 hour. I wonder this. Mm. I wonder if this still exists. 24 hour race because that's brutal. That sounds awful. I mean, this whole movie, you said before, like, we went, you were like, I wonder if this is a movie that's going to make me want to drive fast. And I, after coming out of that, that, is this a movie that makes me never want to yeah, go over, oh, yeah. like, 30 miles an hour? <laughs> I'm fine with being slow. Yeah. Being slow is f- fun. Yeah. It's fun. Being slow is not very like we, safe. Not like we could ever, like, go over 50 miles per hour in L.A. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> it's just, this is a racing movie, which will make you be like, Racing is bad. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought Christian Bale was good too. Uh, his name's Ken Miles, which mm-hmm. I thought was a little on the nose. Uh, yeah, and I also well, it's got it's got to be a real person. Well, right? yeah, it's a real person, but like in real life, come on, man. Yeah, a little on the nose. Yeah, uh, but it feels like he also changed his name. I don't know. To me, it doesn't seem like a British name. Is he yeah, from- you would think it would be Ken Kilometers, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah. I was like, like they, miles. Don't, they don't measure miles over there. Yeah. Like, is there a British person with the last name Miles? No, or even the first name? Couldn't be. Like, impossible. that's impossible. That's impossible. Yeah. I was so confused by that. I was like, this guy's a fake Brit. Um, oh, yeah. Or he changed his Maybe he did change his name. He was maybe. like, my yeah. name's Ken Miles. No one would let him race like, until Ken, he changed his name. Ken Miles seems like the most Southern name. Like, my name's Ken Miles. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And we'll we'll have fast. to Wikipedia this man. Yeah, we'll have to. Uh, but yeah, both Matt Matt Damon and uh, Christian Bale did pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess my other complaint, my <laughs> it's a weird complaint, but I do think it is a fine complaint, is the title, actually, because it kind of gave me a different expectation yeah. than what I got. Yeah, it's, it's not... Like all jokes aside, it's really not that much about Ford v Ferrari. Yeah. It's about Ford and like Ferrari's there. Yeah, Ferrari's just there. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it. I mean, that is ta- Ford v Ferrari is also taking place during this movie. Yeah, but it didn't matter. It wasn't yeah, clearly this, the this main wasn't thing. what it was about. Yeah, like there there could be another movie called Ford v Ferrari. Or even like Ferrari v Ford, where we see like the other side. <laughs> yeah, where they're I'd be just, interested in that. Yeah, because clearly Ferrari had their shit together yeah. and Ford did not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, should we, should we head into spoiler town? Let's do. Okay. Uh, pause the podcast. And, oh, hold on. What? I'm back. Oh, oh my no. God. Video game victory's back. Yeah, brother. <laughs> I heard you had another segment that you do every week. <laughs> oh my God. Video no, game victory. You heard me. Oh, thank, I actually didn't even have one lined oh, up this wow, week. But then uh, you got yeah, one. Yeah, brother. <laughs> I'm going to read you a review of Death Stranding. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Oh, man, Video Game Victor. I'm, I'm glad you it. found one. Because let me tell you, um, I've, I've heard through the grapevine, because as you know, I don't pick the uh, Critics' Corners. They come to they me come to you from... in, in many comical fashions. Yes, yes. Um, and so uh, I've heard from the people who I get my reviews from, of course, that there weren't a lot of great movie reviews, user yeah. reviews this week. I was uh, Ford v. Ferrari just came out, so there's like nothing. Yeah. Makes I don't sense. know. Makes sense. Everyone's mad about Pokemon, but I haven't played Pokemon. You have. <laughs> I have. That's also a video game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Did I mean, any Pokemon's, movies even come out? Uh, Irishman, I guess, came out. Yeah, theaters, we haven't seen that yet, and I wasn't going to bother. Yeah, yeah, uh, makes sense. So, uh, thank God, video game Victor pulled through with this Death Stranding. Marty, Marty just gave me the finger, by the way. 
after that Irishman comment. It's, Marty, we're going to see it. Yeah. It's it's so long, Marty. <laughs> it's so long. I, we're just waiting for Netflix. I have to pee in the middle of this podcast. Do you think I, I, yeah. I can pee in the middle I'm of your movie? I'm peeing right now. <laughs> he's, he's telling us to pee in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> That's right before the Irishman starts. There's a little t- title card that says, like, pee if you need to. <laughs> pee your Do pants. It's okay. Up. We have extra pants, yeah. extra trousers for you. <laughs> we, pick up your new pair of pants at the door. <laughs> <laughs> it will be three and a half hours later. Uh, all right. Well, Video Game Victor, since you brought it, uh, maybe you could read this uh, Death Stranding review. Oh, you got oh, it, brother. brother. <laughs> I hope my voice isn't shredded to shit after this. Uh, let's let's take it away, Video Game Victor. All right. This review comes from Tom Pendragon. Oh. That's that Tom real last name? Pendragon. That's his real last name. I would have no way of is knowing. This from Metacritic? This is, in fact, from Metacritic. Okay. This is a zero out of ten star <laughs> review, brother. Did he finish it in full? <laughs> this uh, game? There is there there is an indication uh, that this person did, in fact, finish Death Stranding. There is a minor spoiler that I will omit. Okay, because I do not want the good boys and girls yeah, to get it spoiled. To have it spoiled. Insane that he thinks it's a zero out of ten game and he finished it all. But go ahead. There is a uh, he could be lying. I do okay. not trust Tom Pendragon. Okay, okay. Let's see. Let's uh, see if he's trustworthy. I will read this in a silly voice uh, to mock Tom Pendragon. <laughs> If you ever believed there was a God, (laughs) then you must be mistaken. This game makes Metal Gear Solid 5. Wait, this game makes Metal Gear Solid 5 look and feel like Metal Gear Solid 3. What? Quite the insult. The endless grind of walking around and watching meaningless cutscene with characters we don't even know. Uh, Surprising to find out a new game with a new story has characters you don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Iron Man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Tony Stark. <laughs> I don't care about Heart Man. Okay, first of all, there's a character in Death Stranding named Die Hard Man. Oh. There is no way you don't want to know about Die Hard Man. No, I don't care about him. Um, if it's not the Hulk or Thor. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm out. I can't can't do it. Uh, he goes on to say there is no connections between us and Sam Bridget and his friends Sam Bridget so his biggest complaint is we don't yeah there's (laughs) no original story this is an original story a story about connecting people (laughs) literally about connecting people he feels there are no connections (laughs) okay okay I can't honestly believe that this was the end product of one of the most anticipating games of the decade wow it's just a meaningless grind of walking around an empty plane. That's plane P L A N E. So he found. <laughs> Wait, maybe he found this is like a weird a, level. Yeah, he crashed. He found like a crashed plane on the map and got stuck in there. <laughs> this is an empty plane. Man, this empty plane sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this side, the side quests aren't funny, and when it tries to be funny, you end up feeling sad and that you just spent thirty-four hours playing this game. Our side quest supposed to be. F- funny is that the first here's the thing all video games should be funny yeah by by law they have to be but specifically side quests like oh it's a side quest i can't wait for these zingers there are side quests (laughs) where you deliver pizza which i think is funny because you have to deliver them in 30 minutes or less yeah um but yeah not not funny also 34 hours seems short for a full playthrough okay um because i i feel like i might be matching that time and i have not finished the story 
The characters are not MGS tier characters where you get the memes and the DNA of the souls jokes that makes them feel like instead you stuck with people you don't even like or know. Okay. What a sentence. So he's upset because there are no memes. Uh, yeah, understandable. He hasn't found any memes in yeah. Death Stranding. Where's the OK Boomer? Where's yeah, the where's no, OK does, Boomer man? When does the, the fetus go OK Boomer? <laughs> <laughs> the fetus does flip someone off, which is funny. But, That's uh, awesome. Which is a joke. What, did this guy miss that? It's not funny, though. Oh, OK. It's not and funny. Was it on a side quest? Because side yeah. quests are mm-hmm. only when I want jokes. Oh, of course. Who the hell was the Golden Skull dude? Then the spoiler shows up. Jesus Christ, this game is so sad. Kojima, you should have done better. Okay, so... Tom Pendragon, not really feeling it. zero out of ten for being original. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, zero out of ten because it wasn't uh, Metal Gear Solid meme six. time. The it wasn't game. Metal yeah. Gear Solid 6. I wanted uh, yeah. it to be Metal Gear Solid 6, but it wasn't. Oh, what an idiot. Did you like that voice I used <laughs> yeah. to make fun of him? That was a really good... You Terrible, just awful like Tom, voice. Tom Pendragon. Yeah, Tom Pendragon. I'm sure he sounds like that fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, brother, I'm headed out. I gotta go to Taco Bell. Oh. Is that a sponsor? It <laughs> is for me, not for you boys. Okay. I thought we were going to get money for a second. No. Uh, that sucks. Uh, yeah. Don't go to Taco Fuck Taco Bell. Yeah. I actually enjoy their menu. Victor out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for the clarification. Yeah. No. Victor. Crazy right. got sponsored by Taco Bell. Yeah. That He's is... only 12. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? Yeah. Is real up and steroids? Cover? Yeah. Well, probably. But, okay. You know, he's yeah. also eaten a lot of Taco Bell, which I think has like horse testosterone. Oh, in it or gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So. Um, it is delicious. Yeah. <laughs> and nutritious. Uh, both of those things. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, we've gotten off the bus and we're in spoiler town. Oh, yeah. This is spoiler town. Uh, so Ford now we Ferrari. can talk about Ford v. Ferrari. Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, that's a good Italian <laughs> accent it. right there. It's a me, Ferrari. <laughs> it's a me. But yeah, he never did do that in the yeah, movie. Yeah. Would have been way better if he did. Yeah. Wait, what's his first name? Enzo? Enzo, yeah. Enzo Ferrari. It's a me, Enzo Ferrari. I do like the name Enzo a lot. Yeah. That's a good name. It's too bad you can't name your son, uh, your first son at least, Enzo. Yeah. Enzo George. Yeah. It has to be John George. Has to be John <laughs> Enzo George. George isn't, Enzo George, George will be the next son. George is a Lebanese last name. so it Is it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's Yeah, I know. Very weird, right? <laughs> that is bizarre. Because it is just a normal it first name. It is just name, a first name, yeah. But, but <laughs> to have George as your last name, that's a Lebanese. Yeah. Thing. Well, why don't we jump right into some last name talk? real quick yeah because because your last name was in this movie my (laughs) last name was in this movie and the man who had my last name was the biggest douchebag on the face of the planet yes thank god it's spelled the stupid way yeah the right way to spell bb is b-e-e-b-y only the good bbs uh have that spelling this man was b-e-e-b-e too many e's too many three three e's and two b's yeah you only have two letters in your name yeah no, if you're doing BB, it's got to have the Y at the end. Otherwise, you're apparently an insufferable douchebag. Because <laughs> um, this movie was, it w- well, it wasn't even Ford v. BB. It was like it was Shelby. Miles. It was like Shelby and Miles v. Yeah. BB. <laughs> yeah, it was literally like, I mean, and Henry Ford II is like kind of on and off the antagonist. Well, he was, he's that just was kind also of like an way, idiot, he, I feel that, like. Yeah, I didn't realize this before, but that character is kind of bad. <laughs> the Ford character was just like jumping back. He was just like, oh, whatever you guys say. Yeah, because he was like, oh, I'll do whatever you need. But also I'm going to put my very evil friend yeah. in charge of the racing division. And then 
Like, remember how I said uh, you only report to me now? Well, just kidding. You actually also report to the other dude <laughs> who ruined everything in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I flip back. Yeah. And then he like flips back to to uh, to to the other guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in the middle of the race, he's like, oh, you know what? This BB guy, he's got a good yeah. idea here. Yeah. Uh, and he's- they did it for the gram. Mm hmm. They did do it for the gram. That is like ultimately like the downfall of this movie. Kids don't do it for the gram. Even back in the day, they were doing it for the gram. Yeah. Um, Crazy. Who would have thought? Well, I guess we can start at the beginning. Yeah. Um, We start out uh, Matt Damon. He's got a bad heart and he can't race anymore. Sad. He is one of the, I think he's the only American to ever have won the 24 hours of Dumas. And now... He can't race ever again because of his heart rate gets too fast. Uh, it will explode. Mm-hmm. His heart will explode, and that's no good. Yeah. It is essentially the opposite of crank. He is a reverse crank. Mm. Uh, are you familiar with crank? Mm, yes. yes. Yes, I actually okay. am. Yes. Um, yeah, I thought that first scene, <laughs> I thought that scene was interesting because I thought they were, there would be more on that. Like he would mm-hmm. try to race or something eventually yeah. the way they set it up because in the end I was like, well, maybe they just didn't need to include I, that because he didn't try to. Or anything. Yeah, I guess the idea is like if you introduce this guy as like he's the only American to have yeah, won this that's race. True. And then, and then they like, and then they're like, no, let's use this guy instead of this guy. You would ask yourself, like, well, why doesn't just like Matt Damon drive then? Yeah, that's true. So that's true. Proven wrong. Mm -hmm. I've been corrected. Yep. (gasps) That's my other. I corrected you when you were wrong. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So that sets it up. Um, Henry Ford the second is like a huge asshole to all of his factory workers, (laughs) like right out the gate. Of course, he just has them shut down the whole factory. And he's like, all oh, you fucking idiots, like, we're not selling enough cars. <laughs> and you all, like, everyone You're go fired. home. Like, he essentially, like, fires everyone Everybody, in the factory. Except one, whoever brings them a good idea, which none of, none of them do. Because none of the factory workers do. Just as, yeah. like, executive people help them with that, It was literally, like, the rich man just, like, saying, fuck you to all these poor factory yeah. workers. And, <laughs> and then it never fired. comes up again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Did you get new workers? Like, yeah, I don't like, know what <laughs> Yeah, who Who's building the cars now? Yeah. Like their their big problem is they can't sell Fords. Like, well, you're not gonna sell any if your yeah. fucking factory workers aren't making the cars. Oh shit, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> we needed those people. Um uh, yeah, so that was uh again, like weird characterization for Henry Ford II because his character I feel like is so wishy-washy the entire movie. Yeah, because he's like a well, the first introduction is like, oh, this guy's he's like a he's a dick and he wants he loves he love he wants it to be successful and he's going to be mean about it while yeah. he does it. But then at some points he's just like this lovable he's kind of like a lovable idiot at points. Yeah. And then he goes back to being a dick. It's, yeah, uh, he's all over the place. He's he's jumps back and forth. Uh, and so John Bernthal like pitches the idea like Ford has to make race cars like real Ferrari race cars mm-hmm. uh, like th- Hot Wheels. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he says. <laughs> He does not say like that. <laughs> my delivery was about to be so dry. I feel like people would have believed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he uh, I, I really liked the line where they're like, well, you know, we're not Ferrari. Like no one's like actually buying a Ferrari. They make no cars. We make a million cars. And he was like, at the end of the decade, like people are going to look back and say Enzo Ferrari was the greatest car manufacturer of all time. 
and it's not be- going to be because he made the most cars. Yeah, that's um, true. Which was sort of like that nice like clash of ideology, like, oh, uh, Ford's just mass production. Like, that's yeah. their whole thing. They yeah. literally invented it. That line made me think, oh, they could do a modern one of these probably eventually, like uh, with Elon Musk as Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> like he may, he doesn't make as many cars, but he, he'll be he more makes known. very high quality cars. Yeah. Yes. Um, and there'll be the weird point in the middle of the movie where he calls that guy a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, I thought you were going to say this <laughs> This version of the movie is going to be uh, Marty versus Marvel. Oh, that would be amazing. And Marty goes, uh, Marty, you know, hold on to this. Uh, <laughs> Marty's going to go in front of the board and be like, uh, or no, I guess it would be someone in Marvel's case, right? Yeah. Like Kevin Feige would go up to Bob Iger and be like, you know, uh, people are at the end of this decade, people are going to say Martin Scorsese is the best filmmaker of all time. And it's not going to be because he made the most movies. <laughs> well, he did make a lot of movies this decade, he but did. not as many as Marvel. Yes, <laughs> Obviously no, not as many he's as Marvel. not cranking them out like it, more because Marvel is <laughs> an entity and Marty is one man. Well, this is arguably one of Marty's worst decades. Sorry, yeah. Marty. Sorry, um, Marty. Well, that's why he's here. Yeah. I can't get anyone to watch these fucking <laughs> Very things. True. Well, if it weren't for the Irishman, I feel like he would have had a pretty bad decade. And Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, Marty. Yeah. Actually, this decade was great. Yeah. They could easily pull it off was that line. Wolf of Wall Street, <laughs> Silence, and... Uh, Shutter I, Island. Shutter, was Shutter, yeah, Shutter Island was this, too. Yeah, he was doing fine. You're doing fine, Marty. Doing fine, Marty. Keep going. Mm-hmm. And Keep then, doing it. Then he had to finish with the Irishman, of mm. course. We'll see what we think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they should, Mar- Marty versus Mar- Marty v. Marvel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that one's going to be a good one. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Yeah, and it's about them making the movies, and they got to... Oh, Christian Bale's character could yeah. be like a young up and coming director. And they're like, we got, I don't yeah. want that person. There. Well, He's it's bad. essentially going to be like, I mean, like you could argue that Logan was kind of, yeah, that's true. The, the, that's true. The, the race car of, of Even Marvel. It wasn't Marvel. It well, wasn't strictly Marvel. Marvel but it is now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now that Disney's acquired Fox, it was Fox Marvel um, before they acquired. Yeah. Uh, which anyway, by the way, I really like Logan. Logan's Just a fantastic movie. I think Logan's better than this movie. Yeah, I um, agree. <laughs> um, Logan's one of my favorite superhero movies. So yeah, and I haven't even seen like I've literally Logan's the only X-Men movie I've ever seen. Wow. Actually. Well, it's far and away the best one. Yes. Like Not even a contest. So now I, now I'm like, why did I see that first? Because now I'm never just I'm never going to see it. It's X-Men honestly movie. like it doesn't make a difference because. Yeah. Like the timeline in the X Men movies is all messed up anyway, because okay. there's like time travel and shit, and like yeah, yeah, most of yeah. them are bad. And Brian Singer, well, Logan was yeah. fantastic. Logan's yeah. a good movie. Logan is great. Um, but yeah, so uh, we have this setup, and we have to get to uh, how do we make a car that will beat Ferrari mm-hmm. in uh, in a big in the 24 hours of Dumas, and, it's and the answer Shelby. is. Yeah, you don't make a car that beats them. You, <laughs> you get a, a man who can beat them. You make a racer. Yeah, you. Uh, so uh, we have, which is when I thought they were going to build Speed Racer, mm, um, like build the person Speed yes. Racer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> could you imagine if this movie were directed by the Wachowskis? <laughs> wow, be so awful. It'd <laughs> be amazing. Um, yeah. So. Uh, Shelby agrees to to build the Ford, but he wants his good friend, his good limey British Ken friend, Miles. Ken Miles, who's just this rough and tumble English dude uh, who chucks a wrench at him because mm-hmm. he's mad and I'm angry. You know the the trunk. I guess somehow for whatever reason, 
uh, the trunk can close. Yeah, dude. when you race in these like smaller the races, trunk the trunk close. has to be a certain size, I guess. Yeah. So he had to like smash the trunk with a hammer to make it big enough yeah. to to hold whatever they were trying to hold in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was a really a pretty solid introduction to Christian Bale and his whole thing. Uh, he has the scene with the guy in the, his shop where he's like, it's, there's nothing wrong with your car. You're just driving it wrong. He's like, <laughs> you're telling me I can't drive. Yeah. Um, well, that's the, that's the moral of this movie. Basically. It's not about the, yeah. it's not about the car. It's about the man. Yeah. Driving and it. you know, it's as, as history has shown us, uh, no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally no one gives a shit. Everyone else thinks it's about the car. Oh yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, also do it for the gram. Yeah. <laughs> always, do it for the always do it for the gram. A hundred percent. Um, and so this is like a really like long stretch of the movie is them figuring out how to build this car. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, figuring out how to make it faster. There's a lot of technical car talk, which, you know, I don't understand. I'm not a big car. Not, not a car not a man. Big, not a I big love car arcade racers. I play a lot of arcade racers. Mario Kart. Uh, Mario Kart, more specifically <laughs> Burnout. I was a huge fan uh. of. And Need for Speed used to be good and is generally bad now. They released the new Need for Speed on the same day as Death Stranding. Wow. Which sounds like the worst idea in history. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know there's a new need for speed. But yeah, so I know like car makes and models because of need for speed. I'm fairly okay. familiar. Like, you know, Shelby's famous for the Shelby Cobra. That's mm-hmm. like the big sports car they made. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of like technical talk, which they never get bogged down in, which I appreciate. Yeah, like, because I'm not here. It comes yeah. off of like these guys know exactly what they're talking yeah. about. And that's why they're going to like make the best car. Yeah. At least they're smart. Mm-hmm. And I could tell. Yeah. Um, and so... At that point, when they get the contract with Ford to like build this amazing race car, this is where we're introduced to Leo Beebe. Yep. Who, when they said <laughs> his name dick. the first time, I literally turned to John and was yeah. like, "Huh, Leo Beebe?" Yeah. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> what a what a. So this uh, this part's just like a tug of war almost, mm-hmm. where Shelby's like, "But I like Ken Miles. I want him to drive this car." Yeah, and he's like, "No, no. I, he's too foul mouthed, and yeah. you know he won't do what we say. He's gonna talk bad about our car if mm-hmm. there's something wrong with it." Yeah, I mean, I have to imagine this movie was not sponsored by Ford. Yeah, because it makes everyone at Ford seem like a huge asshole. Oh yeah, it does. Because their whole thing is like homogeny and like family values, and yeah. you know, get a Ford man behind the wheel. Yeah, exactly. It was so like sanitized, like corporate speak. And Ford still Ford still has that like vibe mm-hmm. coming from him. Well, yeah, that was what's funny is like it felt so authentic yeah. the way he was talking. Like Ford's always had that vibe. You know, when he says like when he says get a Ford man behind the wheel, you yeah. knew exactly what he meant. Just like, yeah. You know, you a want Ford man. You know, you want another guy in a cowboy hat. Yeah. You want Matt Damon in a cowboy hat as well as a friend in a cowboy hat. Kim Miles ain't wearing jeans. Yeah. Was he not wearing jeans? Oh, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> he might have been. Yeah, we don't see his legs a lot. <laughs> yeah, he is driving true. a car most of the Probably time. Probably not during the race. Yeah. I imagine he wasn't wearing mm. jeans. Um, yeah, we're introduced to uh, Ken's family. So this is like a, an interesting little subplot is... Family. Va- he's got a family. He's got a family and he owns like a automobile repair shop that apparently owes money to the IRS. And the IRS just comes and like seizes the repair shop and locks their garage. Um, <laughs> kind of dick move by the IRS. Yeah, which is weird. Just let them take the stuff. I mean, <laughs> I guess it's like 
Yeah, I, I guess, guess like he like, had tools in his garage, so he couldn't repair cars or like I don't know. I think it was just like, oh, you owe us money, so we owe you yeah. things. Well, yeah, they're they're like seizing his assets yeah. to like make up for the taxes he didn't yeah. pay or whatever. Um, which we, is funny because we own like your tools. The movie goes out of its way a lot of the time to explain specific things, but that is one of the things that they didn't really explain. Like, yeah, he had some kind of issue with the IRS, and they took his repair shop and they took his garage. And he gets a job at like another repair shop that he doesn't own. Yeah, which was, I mean, he he's working there, but it's like briefly, mm-hmm. and then yeah, and apparently it doesn't pay very well. There's a weird scene where he's like, after the IRS takes everything, he's like, I'm gonna stop racing, and his wife is like, Oh no, you'd like you don't have to stop racing. Is uh, what there's so many jumpy characters. In this yeah, movie. that was that's this is what I'm gonna bring up is she tells him not to stop racing, but he's like, no, racing takes my mind off of like work and like I need to just work right now to get money for the family. And he throws all his trophies in the trash, yeah. which is weird. Yeah. Like, um, so then later in the movie, not too much later, after he finds out about being able to work with Ford on this new supercar, his wife sees him leave to go check out the race car, but he didn't tell her he was going to check it out. Mm-hmm. And this was after work too. So it's not like he was skipping work yeah. to go see this race car <laughs> and they're in the car together. And she's just like, so what were you doing last night? And he's like, Oh, just whatever. <laughs> it's the like, weirdest scene. And she just like, yeah, is by far the weirdest scene in the movie. Cause then she freaks out and like starts like steps on the gas and like oh. speeding and driving around all these cars. And you're like, why won't you tell me where you were last night? <laughs> and you're just like, as the audience, member, you're like, why? Yeah, why is she so what mad? Her motivation before was like, no, I kind of like that you're right. Like, yeah, her I whole was thing was racing. like, don't stop racing. Yeah, she liked it. You can work and race. Yeah. And then, you know, she basically says like, I'm not mad that you're racing. I'm mad that you lied to me, which is like, I don't they just made okay yeah. they just made her character like psycho for a second for yeah. no reason like I think she was she I guess she wasn't upset about him racing like she said she was mm-hmm. she just became psycho she like she just I, lost her mind I, over this thing and she saw him leave with Shelby yeah so it's, it's not like she thought he was cheating yeah or like you know an alcoholic like literally it's so weird she, such she, a weird moment. she just knows he was doing some sort of car thing with his friend yeah. his longtime friend who she knew and she and her character previously would be excited not only yeah. okay with him doing that but excited that like, she oh, you're, you're getting back into your hobby and he was like i didn't say yes like i didn't say yeah. yes and then he tells her it's $200 a day, which I guess in 60s money is like a good day yeah, rate. That's a real good. Um, and she's like, what? Are you crazy? Of course you have to take this. And I'm like, but why? Did you almost killed both of you. It, it felt like a scene that they wanted to just like make it so she like drove real fast yeah. for a while. Well, like, this is one of those things where I'm talking about the exposition scenes where it was like, it's not going to be interesting if him, if Ken and his wife just have a conversation where he's like, oh, I went and checked out a car. Oh, for what? Uh, they want me to race and they're offering me a lot of money. Oh, you should do that. that. That sounds like a perfect fit for you. Yeah. So I think the director writers or something were like, well, what if they were driving really fast and they had a fight? And that's how we got the exposition so. out. I feel like you don't even need the exposition for something like that. Maybe you just like mm-hmm. shit. Maybe it's like not even a talking scene. Maybe you just like it's have a- him coming home from a day like after doing that and his wife's happy mm-hmm. for him and all this stuff. Yeah. Or like, you know, after he's done testing out the race car, he comes home and is like, his wife is like, what was that? And he's like, oh, they want to pay me $200 to do a race car. And she's like, Oh my God, 
Finally, you don't have to work at that shitty yeah, repair shop anymore. They both smile and like hug or yeah. something. I don't and know. And it would have been over in two minutes yeah. instead of this like <laughs> prolonged anxiety inducing like I just speeding scene. Where it just made her character seem insane for a second. And yeah. I was like, is she okay? And that's the last time in the movie she asks, acts yeah, like that. Then she goes back to normal. Yeah. She's, she's like a like, totally perfect wife after yeah. that. <laughs> it's so weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, that was a weird standout. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, no, that was definitely, I think, the weirdest scene for yeah. me in the movie. Yeah, I was like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, yeah, the tug of war sort of starts, I guess, around this time. It's just like back and forth. Yep, and back, back and, and forth. forth. They're, they're building the car. This doesn't work. They have to fix it. Um, and, you know, they're coming up to the big race. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess if you're not familiar with the story, like I was not, there's there's more than one big race because they lose the first one. Yeah. Uh, but before that, you know, BB comes in. I don't want to call him BB. <laughs> Leo comes in. BB. <laughs> Leo comes in. He's like, I don't want Ken to be the racer, and that's final. We're not buying him a plane ticket to France. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, he just doesn't go to France, and we don't see France at all. We don't see anything. We just hear over the radio what's yeah. happening at the 24 hours. Um, and uh, they didn't. Ford didn't do well. In the France. No, one. they got stomped completely. Yeah. And then uh Shelby uses that as like a sort of way to convince mm-hmm. convince Henry Ford, like, hey, yeah, uh, we should mm-hmm. I did like the need- scene where Ken was in the shop, like just working on cars and he's listening to the race and he just he can just based on what the radio is reporting, he knows exactly what the drivers are doing wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh the you know, gearbox is too hot, like I hope that's right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, oh, you're like too that. hot. Like that's broken down. You yeah. Know, you, Ken's a smart man. Yeah. He, he knows racing like inside it out. It's in his bones. Yeah. And so just by hearing it over the radio, he knows the drivers aren't performing their best. Um, and so, yeah, then we get to the scene where Matt Damon has to explain why they lost the big race. Yeah. And it's because of BB. Mm-hmm. It is idiot. again, a hundred percent his fault. And Matt Damon in no few words says like, like all these people, handling everything you know they're the reason we lost we we shouldn't have a million different avenues of approval if we want something good and done right like let's leave it to the experts Mm -hmm. you know you hired me to be the expert you hired ken to be the expert why are you trying to muscle us out yeah at the actual race yeah yeah. where it actually matters yep um and then henry ford's like you're right Mm -hmm. um but eventually spoiler he's yeah. He's going to flip on that. <laughs> yeah, he, he says you're right, and he gives a speech about how Ford built, like, three out of five B-52 bombers in the Ford factory. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, and so... Go to war. Yeah, oh, yeah, go to war. <laughs> Which, I guess not, because, yeah, like, yeah. the next scene... <laughs> oh, by the way... Uh, by the way, that war BB's back in charge. It is a joke. Um, uh, BB's back in charge. He will be deciding the racer yeah. here, so... so yeah, it was just like a weird inconsistency with with Ford's character. Just he and I mean, like it could have been like that in real life. I found that like executives and people who are in charge of things They're are generally just, yeah. pretty dumb, dumb people. They flip flop a lot. They have no idea like what they want. They just know they want the thing and they're just going to say whatever comes to mind to get it done. Also, BB. So BB's motivation was just like. I want to be the guy who made this successful. Yeah. And not even that. Cause like, he's never going to be Ford, right? He's not going to get control over the company. But then his like motivation gets real muddled when 
I don't know. During the big race, it gets real weird. It became, <laughs> it's just like, I'm a dick. Yeah. It became <laughs> insanely personal to the yeah. point where he was willing to like damage the company. Oh yeah. That and he for, works for, for whatever <laughs> like, reason, Henry Ford, the namesake of the company is like, he, was I'm also with you. fine. He yeah. was like, yeah, chill dude. Like let's ruin this for all of us. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Was there anything else leading up? I mean, I guess there's a NASCAR, right? Like, yeah. So the deal is they, lock uh leo bb in a in an office yes and they get ford in the race car and matt damon does like drifts and super fast straightaways <laughs> and you know henry ford starts sobbing uncontrollably because yeah. like, the race the race car was so intense yeah um and he was like oh i wish my daddy could have seen this <laughs> which is not why daddy, i thought he was crying daddy i really i thought he was crying because like the car ride was so scary oh, but no. i think it was probably both yeah i think he was scared. Um, he was like terrified but yeah then matt damon's like hey you know you've never been in a race car and now you have like the guy driving this matters uh and the best guy is ken miles he's the only guy who can do it and ford was like all right fine Prove it to me. <laughs> I was going to do exactly what Leo Beebe said, <laughs> but you've, but you just me. drove really fast. So <laughs> now, now you do your thing. If Ken miles wins NASCAR race. I'll let him. Yeah. So Ken miles has to win uh, NASCAR. Yeah. Uh, and if he wins NASCAR, then he gets to race 24 hours. Yeah. Um, and he won when Shelby came out with the sign. Yeah. That's so sad. it was another like, yeah, this is another tug of war where BB was like, God, I hate calling him BB. I hate calling him that so much. <laughs> Leo. Leo comes out and he's like, all right, don't don't take the car over 7,000 RPMs. Yeah. They're going to hurt the car. But, you know, Ken Miles is like, no, I, it can definitely go above 7,000. Like, I know I can take it that fast and it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And so eventually Matt Damon is just like, eh, fuck it. And he writes on a sign like, drive like hell take it above 7000 yeah, rpm yeah. i hope there's memes with this sign by the way oh that would be good yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that damon in a cowboy hat holding up a sign i just wanted like i just wanted the sign to say like believe in yourself yeah. or something and he's just like oh okay yeah it'll be like it'll say okay boomer he's <laughs> <laughs> just like what <laughs> christian bale just like nods Um, (laughs) that's amazing yeah he sets it to boomer speed yeah Um, well that's another thing this movie is like partially about boomers they're the uh they're the inciting sort of like they make a point they're like when people came back from world war ii they had sex and they had babies and now those babies all have a ton of money for some reason and we need to sell them cars (laughs) and they want to use cars and flash forward uh (laughs) Uh, to today those babies still have a lot of money and still need to buy cars <laughs> and they don't want anyone else to have them no 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 uh but yeah so so they're they're this whole thing is to please the boomers yes the boomers love it at the end of the day this whole v- ford v ferrari was just to make the boomers want to buy more cars yeah, and the boomers got them yeah and they built the freeway and in LA. Yeah. That was the, yeah. <laughs> that, it, it really molded together with uh, who yeah. framed Roger yeah, Rabbit in the, the end. Yeah. It was interesting. Well, I guess not because who framed Roger Rabbit stopped the freeway. Oh. They prevented the freeway. But this is the opposite. Yeah. This is real world, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Because um, this one also majority took place in LA. So. Yeah, it's true. Um, 
Yeah, he won the NASCAR. He wins the NASCAR, and then yeah, because he <laughs> went over seven thousand RPM and beat the other racing guy. And Leo was like, "Dang it! I yeah. thought I tricked him with my words." Here's the thing: uh, he didn't try to trick him. He just told <laughs> yeah. him, "Don't go this fast." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, don't win <laughs> yeah essentially yeah uh here's another what was i gonna say um is you're going fast ah shit i forgot oh. i had a point to make boo ah man i lost it boo i'll probably find it later uh yeah but then they do the 24-hour race in france yeah they they get it they get where they want to go uh and again we have a few exposition scenes there's the scene uh, at lax where they're sitting on the like the tarmac mm-hmm. and oh, yeah, this is a christian big. bale is explaining to his son like how racing is <laughs> like how he do <laughs> this is how racing yeah, you is. see that crack on the ground that's that's that crack tells me to turn left <laughs> <laughs> It's a classic. Um, He's basically (laughs) describing this idea of like the perfect lap, being able to drive the lap perfectly as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's that was another maybe a little foreshadowing. Yeah, a little exposition scene, which worked better than the next exposition scene, which is his son, for whatever reason, drew a picture of the uh, (laughs) Dumas racetrack. Yeah. And then Christian Bale goes through like, this is how you drive this racetrack. <laughs> this is where you turn. This is how you, this is where you go fast. Yeah. And we get through all that. And then he goes to France and uh, we're off to the races, literally. And I'm going to be honest, when this part started, I was like, okay, maybe like 15 minutes left in the movie. No, no, no. It was a large portion. <laughs> By the, the way, movie. we barely mentioned Ferrari. <laughs> oh, yeah. Much like the movie does. We literally skipped Ferrari, yeah. um, which is maybe like what the filmmakers should have done. Uh, yeah, because it was literally five. It was like t- a 10 minutes of the movie at the beginning that Ferrari was in it. Mm-hmm. And it was a good it was, it was an interesting scene. like through line. Like Ferrari I get was, it. Ferrari just like like Ford wanted to merge with Ferrari and they wanted to buy Ferrari and essentially be make Ferrari the racing division of Ford. Yeah, and they Ferrari used that to his advantage to get uh, Fiat, Fiat to do it instead mm-hmm. for more money. Yeah, they they drove up the price of Ferrari and then Fiat bought Ferrari. And Ferrari was like, fuck Ford. He's fat and gross and he's, his cars suck and I hate him. And tell him tell him that he's just Henry Ford too. Yeah, he's not Henry Ford. He's Henry Ford too. <laughs> uh, which is a big insult, I guess. It is a huge insult. Yeah. Has anyone ever done that to you, John? You're just John George 4. Yeah. You'll never be John George 3 or John George 2 or even John George. You're just John George. You're so far removed. Uh, which yeah I, i'm surprised he got so insulted yeah <laughs> like well i'm still like a person like yeah i'm john george the fourth but that doesn't mean i'm <laughs> yeah you're lesser than the other yeah, john georges just because i'm the fourth one yeah <laughs> i can be more than them that's mm. okay yeah and ford never learns that lesson in this movie no no like, not no. even a little bit you think there might be an arc about that but you think ford might learn something also the way the whole the way that was all set up ferrari was never like really a bad guy to me and i was never like he was an asshole i mean but i wasn't like rooting against him because also people at ford were assholes too yeah everyone at ford was a way bigger asshole than ferrari was and we it's so funny because during the race we keep getting these shots of like ferrari like ominously looking over the race and looking over at them (laughs) 
It's funny because all of the so they didn't sub they didn't subtitle most, most of, the of the Italian, Italian yeah. in this. So it's funny because during the race when um, things are going wrong for Ferrari, it's just like. I like to call <laughs> they're just like have Italian panicking scenes where, yeah. where they're all just speaking it down. They're like, whoa, what's happening? What is happening? Oh. Yeah. They just like, yeah, there is a lot of indiscriminate Italian yelling, <laughs> yeah, which exactly. you can't understand because they don't subtitle it. Yeah. So. <laughs> that is a good point because they like fuck with the Italians a lot during then, yeah, the there race. Was one, there's one point where Matt Damon's character fucks with them and I thought it was going to like lead to something, but yeah. it's just him fucking. With there them. are two points. He steals their <laughs> yeah. stuff watches yeah. like straight up just steals their stopwatches for no reason yeah. other than to just take them <laughs> uh and then the other thing is he gets like a lug nut and he drops it and so the italian guys pick it up and i think the assumption i have is that they think they forgot to like put one of yeah, the nuts yeah. on the wheel and they're afraid Which the wheels pretty, <laughs> yeah, pretty important. that's bad because like if a wheel comes off like they're done yeah so they're all freaking out i thought, like, that, would, ah. I thought that would lead to them showing like a pit stop or something yeah. and being like oh well we have to do an emergency pit stop yeah that was my guess is they would <laughs> yeah. make the car stop and then they'd be able to get an extra lap at which point i totally would have been against ford because I'm like, oh yeah then they just <laughs> cheated yeah yeah <laughs> um, the whole thing was they wanted to honestly beat ferrari um and at some point i was just at some because in the middle of this race like for leo comes to ford and the like things happen to the point where i'm mm-hmm. just like god i just wish christian bale and matt damon were like working for ferrari at yeah. this point it's so deeply personal and petty what he does <laughs> that i can't even believe anyone was on board with it i know so we get to the race you know we have a little pre-race stuff that's just you know, whatever. I thought, it was, I thought it was cool. This race does like a thing where they literally run to their yeah, cars. Yeah, that is a weird way to start a race <laughs> and clearly much more dangerous Yeah, because there are cars that crash and get destroyed within the first two yep. seconds before they even get past the start line. Because everyone's, everyone's like, I want to get a yeah. head start. <laughs> it's so funny because like, what if one of the drivers just kind of has like a bum leg or something oh, or is like God. old and just not yeah. as fast? <laughs> Isn't this a car race? I can drive, but I can't run. Yeah. Please. Why are you making me run to my car? <laughs> I drive all day. I'm like fat. Yeah. Right? I don't even exercise. Yeah. Well, I, I think you're n- supposed to not be fat if you're a race car driver because that uh, yeah, slows the car down. And you can't fit in your yeah. small mm-hmm. front seat. I'm surprised the race car when ford got in it didn't like drag on the ground yeah because he was so fat that's true like you'd think it would just go like, unrealistic <laughs> um but yeah i mean the opening lap Chris, or ken miles's car's door won't close yep, which was pretty terrifying yeah and a lot of really nasty car wrecks oh yeah um oh we should mention earlier in the movie uh, the brakes fail during a test drive oh. and the car explodes. Yes, but he is fine. Uh, yeah, he's able to get out and they establish like some people, if they get stuck in the car and it's on fire, then you're dead. Yeah. And uh, so there are a lot of car accidents in this race. Like I would say probably half of the cars that started this 24 hour race did not finish. Yeah, it's a 24 hours. I mean, it, like NASCAR races are only three hours and there are tons of crashes. And yeah. those. like, and this is a 24, 24 hour. hours. Everyone driving as fast as they can on just regular roads, yeah, exactly. not even like racetrack. Uh-huh. 
So it's basically, it's almost like a battle royale more than a race Honestly, at some point. Honestly, it's like death race. It's like whoever can, whoever's car survives yeah, the longest. That would be great if they put like an oil slick or okay. like a big like chainsaws on it. Yeah, yeah. Like a Mad Max car. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is how we beat Ferrari. Yeah, exactly. We put a gun on our car. Well, that'd be like wacky. Did you watch wacky races when you were a kid at all? No, I did not. Um, It was like a boomerang. It was a very old like mm-hmm. Hanna-Barbera cartoon yeah. where they had all the Hanna-Barbera ca- like cartoons race each other. Like, I want to say it's Hannah Barbera. Barbera, yeah. sorry. Um, yeah, they have Yogi Bear race, like the whatever mm-hmm. underdog. All these other yeah. cartoon characters. I mean, there's plenty other. of like wacky racing <laughs> type things. <laughs> That would have been a good way because there's nothing in the rule book about <laughs> adding saw blades to our wheels. Exactly. Because that's a big argument is they're like, the we're pushing the car so hard that the brakes are failing. So what if instead of just replacing the brake pads, we replace the entire braking mechanism? Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, can you do that? That's too many parts. And, and they're like, can. a part is a part. Yeah. The rules say you can replace, I guess, any part on your car that needs replacing. Yeah. So they replaced the entire brake system like halfway through the race. And uh, yeah. yeah. Like halfway through the race, Ford v. Ferrari ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, the uh, the Ford people, um, I guess this isn't really the middle of the race. They're just trying to go as fast as possible. They're having the technical difficulties with the door. They're having you know issues with the brakes. They're just pushing the car to its maximum limit. People are crashing. And then we get to the point, uh, the seminal point, where Christian Bale's driving his car down the straightaway and he's pushing it to the max and he's neck and neck with the Ferrari guy. And he has to, he had to lap the Ferrari guy twice in order to catch up. Mm-hmm. And so this is him about to lap him for the second time and take the lead. And then the Ferrari car just busts a gasket yep. and it's out of the race. And that's the last Ferrari car too. Yeah. All the other ones are out. Yeah. All the other Ferrari cars got fucked in the rain and like just crashing. Yeah. And so rip Ferrari, but right all there. three Ford cars, well, that, cause that was the other thing they didn't really explain is you thought it was, they were just putting like just Ken there. You thought they were putting Ken, but there were three different four Ford cars all racing yeah. and any one of them could have won. Mm-hmm. Um, but all three of them survived the race, whereas every other Ferrari car got destroyed. Yeah. And so Ferrari just leaves. He's like, well, well I lost. All, yeah. <laughs> all of our cars are done and yeah. Ford is so far in the lead that there's no way anyone else could win. So well, they, he does come back at the end of the race. Yes, he does. Uh, but essentially at this point, Ford wins. Yeah. Ford the won end. the matchup guys. Yep. You think it's the end, but it's definitely yeah. not the end. Update your tier more. lists. Uh, Ford has <laughs> rose in a few ranks. As, as I would, uh, maybe not S tier. There's yeah. still some other ones. I would say car. Yeah. I'd say car wise, maybe an A Ken yeah. miles is S tier oh, for sure. No doubt. Ken miles carried, but, that. but Ford as, as a company like B tier lower, oh, you know, C tier maybe because, Oh, you think, you think the race is over. Ken miles is one at this point, but yeah. no Leo BB has to come Leo in and say BB, that motherfucker. This movie is actually Ken miles versus Leo BB. Yeah. So Leo <laughs> BB turns to Henry Ford the second and is like, Hey, here's a fun idea. Here's a fun idea for Let's you. Let's do it for the gram. Let's do it for the gram. <laughs> he wants essentially all three of the Ford cars that survived the race to cross the finish line at exactly the same time so they can get a picture to be like, look, Ford came in first three times at the 24 hours of Dumas. <laughs> all for a picture. All for a picture. And, you know, any sane person 
would say no. <laughs> Why would we? Because Ken, uh, Miles, Ken Miles worked as he's, he's just Ken Miles is destroying the other yeah, two. He's Ford the people. only reason we were able to beat Ferrari. Other, I mean, kind of. Uh, I mean, yeah, arguably if Ken Miles wasn't as good, the Ferrari guy wouldn't have busted yeah, his car. Yeah, because the Ferrari guy was pushing his car even harder to try and beat him, yeah. but he didn't you know, know his car well enough, I yeah. guess. So they're like, Ken Miles is so far ahead that he would literally have to let the other Ford guys catch up to him yeah. in order for that picture to be possible of them all crossing the finish line in first place. Yeah, like he's multiple laps ahead of these people. And point. so the correct answer is, hey, this guy's setting records like lap records every lap yeah he's probably on track to break you know a record for this whole thing <laughs> let's have ford come in first and also be the fastest car yeah. ever. <laughs> that that let's, sounds better to me than three cars yeah, than three cars in a picture together tying for first after after one of your cars just kind of gave up by but the way. <laughs> henry ford doesn't have this thought he doesn't want to be the absolute fastest car he wants to have the most car again he's a team this is literally like uh quantity over quality which they set up in the beginning oh yeah wow and at the end is like oh yeah that's still the right answer yeah um so so i guess that maybe that was supposed to be a theme or something but it was ford essentially being like more cars is better than the best car so yeah (laughs) he uh they go down and matt damon's like fuck no fuck you yeah like you can't ask a race car driver to do that yeah like his whole career is going faster than everyone else yeah um but he still brings it up and ken miles is like are you kidding me no way i'm gonna do that yeah and then in a moment of like (laughs) i don't want to say weakness but just like emotional personal this was supposed to be personal growth is what it felt like to me was it was set up as like this guy's been selfish the whole movie and he's finally doing something he's, and i guess <laughs> it's just so because he's like happy he's singing he he has the race yeah. he's done he's yeah. won all he has to do is cross the finish line and he just stops for a second and is like oh i'll be a team player for once yeah i'll slow down which and, i was like no what are you yeah, doing <laughs> I, and they say like the car is his. Whatever Ken Miles decides to do is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so for me, if I were Ken Miles, I'd be like, fuck no. Yeah. I'm I'm going to win this race. Yeah. <laughs> and so instead he slows down and he lets the other two Fords catch up to him. And in the most disappointing ending... <laughs> And they even like spit in our face because not only did we not want like Ken Miles to do that stupid shit. Yeah. Then they were like, oh, by the way, Ken Miles also, also the tie for first doesn't screwed. happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and I thought they were going to do a thing because he looks at the other drivers and they all nod to each other like, yeah. oh, he let us catch up. We're all chill. We're all going to yeah, pass yeah, the finish yeah. line. I thought what they were going to do is just let Ken like be a little bit in front of them. But just do did. like a V formation, <laughs> yeah. right? But they didn't do that. But they, they didn't tied. do that. They, they all, all tied. tied. And then some weird rule that they never explained. They're like, oh, no, the other guy came in first because he came in from a longer distance or something. It's yeah. Basically, he caught since he caught up to Ken, since he it. what I took was since he caught up to Ken. Yeah, he he earned it. Like there's some rule in the book. If you catch up to some. If you're the one, basically, if you were the one in second and you like caught up to the person in first and tied, yeah, you got it because you were the one who caught up. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the rule whatever the rule was? It was dumb. Yeah, like <laughs> very dumb rule. Just tie, and they just give the trophy to the other guy whose name is McLaren, who I assume is like the Ends McLaren making McLaren. Yeah, I assume. Curse. I mean, because we have Shelby here too. Yeah. Um, 
McCar- McLaren wins. Cars handled ties better. Where yeah. <laughs> Lightning McQueen sticks oh, yeah, out, when his he sticks out his tongue. That's what they should have done. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, oh, you know what? We need to put a big rubber tongue in our car. Yeah. And at the end of the race, he like pulls a lever and it sticks out. <laughs> um, but yeah, and that's the other thing I thought was fucked up was the McLaren guy just takes the first place. And he's yeah. like, oh, I guess I won. Uh, yeah. Yay. And then. By the way, I think the most unrealistic reaction is everyone going up to the McLaren guy and be like, you won. Yeah, you did it. Everyone just watched the race. They all yeah. know that Ken Miles was the real winner and did that on purpose. And literally Matt Damon and his older friend are like, yeah, you got robbed. Like they did some bullshit and you didn't win. Yeah. But everyone out there, you know, I was expecting the ending to be like, you know, everyone celebrates and McLaren's like, oh my God. But he's like, you know what? But. Yeah, but Ken actually on. won. He deserves this trophy. Or like the people, the, the people would. That's not realistic at all. Like, Could you imagine being the fucking guy who's in like second by three miles? Yeah, and then the dude in first lets, lets you, you catch win. up, <laughs> and you win on a technicality, and being like, "I guess I am the greatest <laughs> then, first place race car and driver." Then everyone's reaction is yeah. that guy is the best. He won. Yeah, <laughs> like that doesn't. If this existed in modern day, everyone on Twitter would be yeah. like, "No, that." That guy is not first. It would be so, Ten miles is first. So infuriating. <laughs> yeah. To like not only watch the guy in first do this like shitty thing the company made him do, but also then lose his first place thing because he did what they told him to. Yeah. And then just, for the guy to win first who was on his team. Yeah. And take that first place trophy. Oh. And then there's like. <laughs> And then they spin in our face even more. And they're like, by the way, if you thought this was bad enough for him, mm-hmm. he's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> like two minutes later. Oh, by the way, he exploded. <laughs> <laughs> Which was just like, because they like it had exposition for that, as mm-hmm. we mentioned. And we, I thought maybe, oh, maybe that's going to happen in the race. Didn't. Yeah. It happened immediately after the race in a moment where I thought was like in a moment where I thought was the final scene. I thought like, this is it. Like, you oh, thought it just, was going to be like some kind of redemption, right? Or like, this is just like a dry, like, I don't know. I have no clue what the was the idea happen. is like, okay, you, you won in all of our hearts, maybe not their hearts, but like Matt Damon's heart yeah. and the other guys, like we know you won. So let's keep making great race cars and like, you know, make Ford the most amazing race car company ever. And then the next scene, he's test driving the new race car that's looking pretty good. Yeah. And the brakes fail and the car explodes and he dies. Yep. <laughs> Immediately. It's like a cartoon almost. Yeah. Like yeah, you're just like, uh, what? What? Oh, and that's the thing is, I guess that's how it happened. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't You still. If you're going to end your movie like that, you can still take the truth and like make it more fit for this ending. There just had like, to be more, some sort of more buildup or emotion yeah. or something. If you're going to include his death in a fiery car wreck five minutes after, like he's already sustained this huge loss. If, if this is honestly, if this is in like the little, the classic, like based on true story, they all have, even this movie had mm-hmm. like the the notes after like yeah. saying this ended up happening. This mm-hmm. ended up happening. And I expected that to happen even, because you can't end your movie with your dude who you're rooting yeah. for who got screwed over a hundred times. Be like, and then he died. Yeah. I would honestly would have been fine with him dying being in that part. It could have just been like a reference to the earlier thing. Like he ended up dying because of the brake pad thing or whatever. Here's what I think I would have done with this ending. Maybe. All right. Is you have the, you know, disappointment of him not getting first 
and you have Matt Damon put his arm around him and be like, hey, let's keep building cars. And he does have that moment where he sort of has that character growth of, you know, I don't really care that I didn't get first. Yeah. I'm, I just want to make a great car. And he immediately starts talking shop. And you maybe have one final scene of them on the test track palling around. He's like, oh, this, you know, component isn't as good. Like, let's get some new metal to make it even lighter, take a few hundred pounds off. And they're buddying around, you know, camera pans up to the sky. Uh, and then, then you have your, uh, you know, your not post credits, but your title cards that are like, you know, Shelby and Ken Miles went on to continue making great cars for Ford. Shelby died doing what he loved or something yeah, yeah, like that yeah, yeah. because I guess he did is yeah. the thing, but the movie made it like he exploded. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way to say that. Yeah. He literally just exploded. And I think that would have been a nicer <laughs> ending because if we don't see him cartoonishly explode in an accident we saw happen before, we can just leave it up to our imagination. Okay. He died testing a car because yeah. he was pushing it to his limits like he always did. Yeah. Uh, but instead, we see him explode. We see Shelby getting pissed because his friend is dead. Yeah. And then we, and have, we have this whole scene yeah. that's just like, oh my God, like I kind of wanted the movie to be over by now, mm-hmm. but we had to, we he have has to, to have the scene because someone just died. Yeah. He talked to Ken Miles' son. Yeah. He was like, yeah, your dad was pretty cool. Here's a wrench. <laughs> we were, fr- <laughs> yeah. at one point, his son's literally like, you and my dad were friends, right? And I was like, <laughs> what? Did you not pick up on that? <laughs> yeah, they were friends. Uh, <laughs> you were hanging yeah. out with them. You were friends with them almost. Mm-hmm. You were, you were hanging out with both of them. Yeah, time. and he gives the son the wrench that his dad threw at him, uh, and he waves to the wife. Doesn't even talk to her. Doesn't yeah, say anything yeah. to her. And then drives on. And off. He just leaves. He he drives away in a horrible, erratic. Like he's a terrible driver. <laughs> he's the most aggressive, awful driver in these tiny little cars. Where if he got into an accident, he would die. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, then we get the title cards of, you know, Ken Miles was inducted into the Motorsports Hall of Fame mm-hmm. and the car that they built was used to race uh, in the uh, Dumas race again and uh, won, won like, like three of them. Yeah, they didn't even need Ken Miles. Yeah, <laughs> so like the whole, the, the work, that's funny that yeah. the whole thing was kind of, <laughs> he was like, you need yeah. a man and then they didn't have the man no, for like, the next oh, no, three years. No, but the car still did it. <laughs> yeah, the car still won for the next three years. Yeah, so. the idea is that they laid down the groundwork for Ford yeah, to yeah. win. Mm-hmm. more races but it just felt like an insult honestly yeah the ending just felt like it was like kicking you in the nuts three times in a row just like you know this guy you were rude for this whole time well he hey, gave what? in to was, corporate yeah. to corporate greed and then mm-hmm. ended up not winning the race because of it and then he died yeah and we don't find out what happened to leo bb i assume oh, yeah. he just got promoted <laughs> he, just got, he, he ended up getting promoted got a raise mm-hmm. and yeah yeah, uh, he got everything he after. wanted. Did yeah. not explode, not even a little yeah, bit. I like expected some final scene with like him and Shelby or something, yeah. but maybe just win- he just wins. <laughs> and that's the thing is, you know, Shelby tries to rough him up a little bit. I wanted him to punch the dude in the face oh, or yeah. something, but you don't even get that. No. He just goes away. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it just felt bad. Yeah. I, I, the movie ended and you're like, that was sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this like exciting car race movie just ends on such a sour note. And I'm just like, God, Ferrari should have won. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Ferrari. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Ferrari. You had to go through this shit. Yeah. Leave. You had to be the like pseudo bad guy <laughs> <Yeah>. for this. <laughs> While Leo Beebe was actually yeah. the bad guy. Um, and Ford, I guess, was his minion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
but yeah, it's tough because like real life is real life. And if uh, that's how things actually happened, then yeah, but that's why we have adaptations. It. That's why movies don't have to be exactly real life. True. Tarantino taught us mm-hmm. that one. And it doesn't even have, like I said, it doesn't even have to have the Tarantino ending. It, it can just, you know, give, give us something. You can make emotional. it happier in some yeah. way there. Give us a positive takeaway. Yeah. It, the, Cause there's gotta be right. Yeah. Well there was, and they gave it to us a little bit. But they showed us so much tragedy in sequence yeah. within the last few minutes of the movie that it it's like oh, it's like whiplash, you know? Okay, yeah. Uh, the movie or um, uh, it is uh, not like whiplash. The movie, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, that's they don't. Miles they're... Teller does not explode. <laughs> Ken Miles Teller. Yeah, yeah. Ken Miles <laughs> Teller. That's the sequel. He didn't actually die in the car wreck. He started yeah. a new life as a jazz drummer. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he has heart problems because mm-hmm. of it. Uh yeah, that's Ford v Ferrari. No after credit scene in this one. <laughs> well, we didn't stay. Oh, I, yeah. We stayed Assumed. just. We stayed for the credits just so I could see how BB's name was spelled. It wasn't and, like yours. Yeah, so. I was relieved it's not spelled the same way as mine. But then we got out of there. That'd be pretty crazy though. Maybe after credit. <laughs> after credit scene, Nick Fury. Ken Miles is a zombie. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he comes back as a zombie. And he's driving. He's a, a ghost car. And it's uh, yeah, and it's tie into the Walking Dead. Oh, Somehow. I was going to say it's the Ghost Rider. Oh, uh, it's tied to Ghost Rider. Cage comes. Yeah. And well, instead of the there's a a car version of Ghost Rider. Oh, what's his name? The, the there was a Nick short too. there was a very short run of Ghost Rider where he was like a Hispanic kid who drove a muscle car mm. and the art was incredible. Okay. Uh, but that's that's all I remember about that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. That, that, that was a uh, comic book time, but comic book Connor couldn't be here. Unfortunately. Yeah. 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 Comic book Connor. Wow. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I, me, me and him uh, and actually video game Victor, we all met at the same AA meetings. So, oh, that, yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah. We, we were, were all just, for you guys all to meet. Yeah. We all I just s- got our uh, three day sober chips. Yeah. So. Victor does not seem sober. I mean, it's hard to tell with him. <laughs> yeah. He definitely hasn't been drinking. I think he started drinking like kerosene, oh, which I don't think is... they counted. AA. Yeah. He saw the lighthouse wow. and he was like, you know, if it's good enough for them, it's good enough. That's for them. I'm not going to talk to him because, again, he is very big and I'm afraid of him. <sighs> that is scary. Yeah, I, I feel bad for muscular people because people are too scared to yeah. tell them that <laughs> to, they're doing something to help wrong. Them confront their problems. <laughs> yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the Rocky's like, I'm too big. Yeah. People tell me I'm He's perfect. Like, he doesn't understand like where his life is going wrong. And it's really simple, obvious yeah. things. <laughs> but no one will tell him. No one wants to correct He'll him. He'll just be like, am I an alcoholic? He's like, Rock, no, He's no, you're not an alcoholic. Trying to like <laughs> scan something in the Xerox machine and be like, oh, my copy pages keep coming out blank. And it's like obvious he just put the paper in the wrong way. But everyone's like, oh, dude, dude weird. You're doing it perfectly. It must be the machine. Yeah, yeah. we should get a new one of those. And then the guy next guy like puts it in the wrong way too so he has the same problem (laughs) the rug's like weird doesn't work for me either (laughs) that's amazing yeah so we need to direct yeah marty 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 Marty? (laughs) yeah strong man blues he just asked if he could be an italian mobster yeah sure yeah that works rock hasn't played one yet so i think that an italian mobster who like can't figure out how to kill a guy (laughs) even though he's giant and buff (laughs) yeah but everyone keeps telling him he's doing yeah no no you're doing great it's that guy he's bad at dying that's really hard to kill him he's got like he's got rough bones yeah he's he's been drinking a lot of milk his (laughs) bones are so strong (laughs) oh Uh, man thanks guys nice nice uh yeah 4v ferrari Mm -hmm. um three stars for me I would say three stars as well. Okay. 
good movie. I'd say go watch it again. It's a dad movie. Like your dad's going to watch it. So watch it with him. Yeah. If you want to connect with your dad on this one, this Mm -hmm. is the perfect movie. It's a good movie for your dad. Yeah. And honestly, good dad. (laughs) Oh yeah. yeah, He's got a good dad. True. He was a good dad. He was never a bad dad. Yeah. He was good to his son. Um, Maybe the mom was bad because she went crazy. Yeah. She went nuts for five minutes. (laughs) Um, But I, she was perfect after that. Yeah. I don't have an issue. Actually before that too. That was literally literally just that that one scene was really the the whole issue. huh? Yeah. yeah, Very weird. Very Mm -hmm. weird moment for her. Yeah. Uh, Character. Also Uh, weird. Uh, Usually when you have like your parents with an accent, but your kid goes to school in like the new country, your kid doesn't have your yeah, accent, no, right? Don't. No, we but assume he still that kind of did. He yeah. No, did. we assume that kid grew up in LA, but he was full British accent mm-hmm. that whole movie. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. Well, I want to do the opposite. Um, and I want to start talking in a British accent once I have a kid oh, okay. and play British TV and mm-hmm. like make sure that, that my kid has a British accent and then even though I don't. Yeah, when he's 18 then you stop the British accent yeah. and he's the only one in your family yeah. who has the British yeah, accent. Exactly. <laughs> and, and everyone's just like, how does he, is he, did you adopt yep, him? He is your biological son, right? <laughs> yep, 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 yep. From a seed. <laughs> he's a George through and through. He's a George. John George the fifth. Yeah. This one's British. Well, my mother's, my mom's main name's actually Cartwright which okay, is British. British yeah. Yep. My my mother's side is mostly from the old England. Yeah. So. BB is a is a British name too or an English name as well. Wow. Yeah. It's There's like, actually a town in somewhere in the UK named BB spelled the right way. My oh, way. nice. That's cool. I think it's you just like a small go? like no. I think it's just like a small piece of shit town. But, oh wow. You know. It's probably in the new Pokemon. Yeah. They're probably based. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised we don't have a Pokemon named BB yet. It's like Pokemon a good Pokemon BB. name. Oh, I thought, I thought you wanted the whole game to oh, become no, like yeah. Pokemon BB. No, here's what it is. Pokemon <laughs> AA version and Pokemon uh, BB version. <laughs> the one legendary is an alcoholic of, and the yeah. other legendary is me. Okay. <laughs> it's just an alcoholic that needs to go to Alcoholics Man. Anonymous. Pokemon sad this time. Yeah. It's it's such a yeah. meta take on life. All the Pokemon <laughs> are just like humans yeah. with problems. Yeah, they're all like personifications of deep issues. Sex addict. Yeah. <laughs> I choose you, sex addict. Go heroin. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh man. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Well, we've it's Mar- think- Marty's writing them all down. So good, good. Well, I think we've run out of Ford v Ferrari. Yeah, we've, we've run out of movies. We've this talked is our longest episode. Holy shit! Really? <laughs> it did not feel like it. Hour and forty four minutes. Oh my god! Yeah, well, Jesus. You're welcome, everyone. Until yeah. next time, stay big, you beautiful boys and girls. <laughs>